Hey, it's Chris Mitchell. After 10 years with no dog, we got Walter. I bring him to work with me a couple days a week, but on the days when he's not here, he goes to Ridgeside Canine for puppy daycare. Walter absolutely loves it there, and I know he's in great hands. Clean, spacious, happy. We even see pictures on Facebook of what he's up to. I love that you can have him train your dog while your dog's with him. I can't recommend them enough. Ridgeside Canine Training Facility and Aquatic Center on Gateway Drive in Winchester. That's RidgesideK9Winchester.com. Please stand clear of the doors. Oh, look at that. Look at that flock of doves over there. Oh, that must be from the Beauty and the Beast show over at Hollywood Studios. Are those hawks going straight to them? Welcome to episode 85 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today, we will be giving the his on the Beauty and the Beast live on stage. So what do you guys think about this, uh, the show, Beauty and the Beast live on stage? Jen? I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it. What? Oh, man, really? Okay. No, I don't think so. Are you, and you're, you like to go to the different shows, right? So you like, you've seen like the Nemo show, you've seen um, Festival of the Lion King. So why would you say this one was not on top of your list? Uh, usually when we are at Hollywood Studios, we're focused on, you know, the big rides. Mm-hmm. And so we just, we just never um, had the, I guess, the time or I mean we've seen Fantasmic. I've seen stuff in that theater. Mm-hmm. I've um when they did like the symphony or something last year, the yeah. year before, I saw that. Um, but yeah, I don't think maybe once, maybe now that I'm going way back in the in the recesses of my brain, um, I've seen it one time. But nothing sticks out at me. So Okay. How about you, Alex? Um, I like it. I'm not a giant Beauty and Beast movie fan. Like, it's a good movie. It's one of the classics, uh, but it's not one of my favorites. Um, but this play was fun to go watch. I liked watching this play. And I've seen it probably a handful of times. Not too many times, but a handful of times. And then, like Jen said, yeah, when you go to Hollywood Studios, you're trying to hit those, you know, Tower Terror, Rock yeah. and Roller Coaster, now Star Wars. Uh, and so it's hard to fit that into your schedule. But because we go so often, uh, you know, once in a while we're able to say like, hey, let's just see a show today. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, it's one of those shows we do like to see. Yep. And, you know, not only that, Hollywood Studios is one of those, well, not so much anymore, but, you know, at one point it was like a half day park. So you go there for yeah. a half day, hit mm-hmm. the rides, and you go to one of the other parks, you know, right. Magic Kingdom. You know, not so much Epcot for Alex, but Magic Kingdom, <laughs> Animal Kingdom, you know, and then you go there and hang out the rest of the day. Um, but I've, I've been to the show. I enjoy the show. Beauty and the Beast is, if not my favorite Disney movie of all time, uh, one of my favorites, mm-hmm. uh, love Beauty and the Beast, love the story, love the, you know, Gaston, uh, he's great, like, you know, bad guy, villain, I guess you can say. Uh, and the show is great. You know, when you're walking around Disney and it's hot out and it's, o- it's always good to take a break. And that's one of those sh- places where you can go, you know, sit down for, you know, 15, 20 minutes and enjoy a good Disney show. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So you guys want to go ahead and give it a rating? Yeah. Alex, you want to rate it? So rating it compared to other shows, I'd probably give it a, let me do some math here. Think about other shows that are available and I'd give it a seven. Seven. Okay. How about oh. you, Jen? What do you give it? 
Uh, I'm going to do the right thing and I'm not going to rate it because even if I did see it one time, I just don't remember it. So okay. I don't think it would be fair. Yeah, that's that's good. Good point. I'm going to give it a seven also. I think okay. it's like a seven. You know, it's not like it doesn't have like, you know, crazy action, I would say. Right. Special effects, you know, that, that I remember. Uh, but I mean, it's a good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so seven. I think seven is a pretty good rating for it. Let's get to the his on the Beauty and the Beast live on stage. Beauty and the Beast live on stage is an outdoor show at Disney's Hollywood Studios that premiered on November 2nd, 1991. The show tells a story of the animated classic Beauty and the Beast. The long-running Beauty and the Beast show combines a condensed version of the story with all the major musical numbers and plethora of characters in elaborate sets. So, I mean, this this show has been around for a while. It has been around for a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Jen, now we're talking about the Beauty and the Beast, like live live on stage, right? And obviously there's a lot of costumes. There's Mm -hmm. people up there singing and dancing, right? And we recently, I wouldn't say recently, but within the last couple of years, we actually saw a different Beauty and the Beast live on stage show. And it was on, which boat was it on? Uh, the Dream. It was on the Disney Dream. And it was fantastic, right? Oh, it was very good. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was a wonderful performance. And, uh, you know, like some of the effects that were, that, that were on that, on that like live stage show, The Beauty and the Beast, like there's parts where Belle was like walking and she felt like she was straight up walking through a village, even though it was just like a stage. It it kind of gave the uh, what's it called when you, oh, magicians uh, it kind of gave the illusion. like an optical illusion yeah yeah kind of gave the illusion like she was walking through a town did they yeah. have a moving stage no but they had things moving and then they had projections oh. so it felt like she was walking through the town so right? that's a lot that's a lot more um, production value than the one we're talking about yeah and that's kind of wanted to compare like this doesn't have the same production value but yeah. also I mean this show has been around since 1991 mm-hmm. yeah and so that's that's a I mean since 1991 the quality is still I think really good for being around for such now, a long time the crews how do they do how do they project not project how do they have Lumiere and Cogsworth now were they people in suits like they are at Disney Hollywood Studios or were they puppets how do they do that on the cruise um, I remember do you remember I do yeah Okay, because I don't. <laughs> okay, I remember because it was really cool. It was puppets, puppets, right? And then the okay. people. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And they were awesome puppets, right? They oh, were yeah. awesome, like oh, this amazing. Right? <laughs> and uh, not only were they puppets, but then the people who were playing them uh-huh. kind of, you know, dressed like them a little bit too. I wouldn't say full on like at Nemo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, just like right. at Nemo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so it kind of looked like them, right? You know. And then obviously, when they, it was time for the transformation, they came out and it, and it was a stem, mm-hmm. you know, without the puppets. Right. The puppets were great. Uh, so okay. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, because if you don't know about Hollywood Studios, the the way they portray the uh, Cogsworth and Lumiere and Mrs. Uh, Potts, they're like people in giant like suits, kind of. Yeah. And well, it's behind me, right, on my background. No, yeah, yeah, that's right. If you are, you know, our patrons right now listening in, you can kind of see it. And it's like big costumes. Big costumes. Yeah. I kind of like the whole puppet idea better. I think whoever came up with that was a genius. Yeah, I think puppets is uh, a better way to do it. It's especially for that when the item, the people, I'm sorry, the characters are so small and size, you know, they're not human size. Yeah. And not only that, I mean, it's kind of like the people inside those costumes right there, like the ones behind Jen. Mm hmm. And they can be any. I can be in those costumes, and they just have someone singing like right. for me. You know, like yeah. now when you're on these like fa- like fancy stage shows, 
the, 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 actually the people who are doing the puppets also are singing and stuff like right, that. Right, and the expression cool. used. The first performance was reported as happening at 1.30 p.m. on November 22, 1991, the same day the film Beauty and the Beast was released. The order of the songs in the original version were as followed. Be Our Guest, Belle Gaston, Something There, The Mob Song, and Beauty and the Beast. The show opened at the Theater of the Stars, which was originally located at the entryway to Sunset Boulevard. The theater was built to replicate one of the largest natural amphitheaters in the world, the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles, California. Beauty and the Beast replaced Hollywood's Pretty Woman, which featured a variety of different characters. This theater was removed in May of 1993 and rebuilt at its current location, reopening in 1994. Beauty and the Beast live on stage moved to Backlot Theater on New York Street during the relocation of the Theater of the Stars. I'm kind of interested in some of these other shows that were there beforehand, like Pretty Wo- Woman. What was that? Is that like off the Richard Gere uh, movie? <laughs> Jen, do you remember this or no? <laughs> I don't think I so. Don't, I don't remember seeing anything like that there. There was a so, bunch of shows there. Uh, but you figure 91. So would it open? So that's two years after the park opened, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, well, that, that definitely makes sense as to why I didn't go see it as you know, a kid, because I don't think that that definitely wouldn't have been up my parents' alley. But I feel like they would have gone and seen those other shows. So I don't know. I'll have to go back and and ask if if either of them remembers going and seeing stuff about that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, your your mom and, you know, they're really, and she's, I mean, let's, you know what we need to do, Jen, is have your mom if we do Herbie the Love Bug. Oh, Lord. What? Yeah, Herbie the Love Bug. You know, like yeah. the the beetle, like the what, classic what, one. Yeah, yeah. It's not a beetle. What? what is it? It's a beetle, right? It's a love beetle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. a it's a it's a beetle. Uh, but they're really she she like has a Herbie. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She does, right, Jen? Yeah. No, she's got one of the. She has the one that opened. Um, well, they had one of the ones from the movies, and they sold that, and now they have one. Um, the one that was in the opening day parade at Walt. Disney World in 71. That's the current one that they own. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. But she knows a lot of this, like, I mean, like, I wouldn't say weird, but like unique, you mm-hmm. know, stuff. Like, she would probably, that, I feel like your mom probably would have maybe, she would know a little bit about the Pretty Women stage show there that was there. That yeah, because re- I'm drawing a blank on that. Uh huh. When I read, when I read that, I was very confused. But again, I mean, so you think, you know, 89, 90. So I was what, nine? 10 mm-hmm. so i don't know if they would have taken me to a pretty woman show i don't understand the name of it because they said characters like bugs bunny is one of the characters that was in the show i didn't see a description of the show but before the show there was like three or four shows listed before that show uh-huh. and you're saying it was only open for a couple of years so those shows must have not did well very well yeah yeah and you know let's talk about so you know steve mentioned in chat this is this is the same date that the mm-hmm. that the movie was released yeah right so this show wasn't the probably is not the same show that we know today. No, yeah, this is yeah. the first variant of the show. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna get into that here. But it's interesting they debuted it the same day as a movie release. Like, it's kind of. I mean, I it's an interesting still, way to do it. I still think they do things like that now. I not, not no, I, I wouldn't say they shows, don't do things like that but now. they have like. I mean, like Soul. I, it's not unusual to go ahead and you know a Disney movie to release, and there's something in the parks, kind of you know promoting it. Yeah, but a whole well, entire show. Th- no, not like a whole show. You're right, but they no, have. they they do. 
at that place, what is it? The the place sometimes they do previews at that one um, oh, little did, area in Hollywood Studios. The theater. Um, right now. It's by by Ariel. By where one it was one man's dream. Oh it's, yeah, it's that area. Yeah, I know you're talking um, about. But they won't. You won't see. I, I've never seen them invest money into a project having to do with a movie right away because they want to make sure it doesn't flop. Yeah. I mean, look at the. You know, there's there's definitely a difference between the response to Frozen versus the response to Onward. Yeah. You know what I mean? As yeah. far as um, you know, the the desire for merchandise and things like that. So I I can't imagine. I can't ever see them putting that much um faith into a project I mean, granted beauty and the beast is award-winning yeah, yeah. um but, but that was a big time. leap to yeah do oh that. yeah yeah i agree and this is also a different time for disney though i mean back in 1991 i mean this is what they were just coming off a little mermaid yes and so i think that you know, they this is a time where you know disney's starting to thrive they weren't thriving before like these these movies these animated movies and i think maybe you're right they, they were going out on a limb to be like hey these songs are good. Check it out. Go see the movie. So, because it didn't seem like that long, right? That long, but this sure that I mean, it seems like well, obviously those costumes right there behind you, that's now that that's not what it was back in nineteen ninety one. I wonder what it looked like. I didn't see any photos, <laughs> but I don't. I think it was that far off. You don't think so? I mean, mm, those seem a little more. Yeah, man, the ones behind Jen look pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you don't see him? I'm not oh, obviously him. not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The second version of the show made its debut in March 2001 with an updated song list featuring the songs much nearer to the order in which they are presented in the film. Prologue, The Enchantress, Bel Gaston, Bell Reprise, Be Our Guest, Something There, The Mob Song, and Beauty and the Beast. This update brought elements from both the award-winning movie and the award-winning Broadway show. The theater boasts a great view of the show from almost every seat because it is laid out in a diamond shape with a slope downwards towards the stage. Best of all, a canopy protects the audience from the Florida sun or rain, but the theater still gets mighty hot in the summer. The theater can hold 1,500 guests, and the bleacher-style seating with backing allows for a comfortable space for each guest. I do remember it being very comfortable. Um, yeah, I mean, it's bleacher seating, so it's not that comfortable, but it is comfortable for the style of seating. Yeah, and I don't remember when I was there, I didn't fill up either. No, last few times I've been there, it hasn't been to full capacity, the fifteen hundred. But it, it, I mean, you were saying earlier you can stop there if you need a rest. Mm-hmm. But if you're stopping there to get cool down, yes, you have coverage, but you're still out in the elements. Yeah. So it's not that it's nice not, of a place to stop. It's but not, it, it's it not is, like you're inside a theater AC or anything like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're not doing uh, like I would rather stop at uh, Frozen. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> For, I mean, going into Frozen sometimes it's really hot. It feels yeah. really good, oh especially gosh. when you're walking towards those doors and it hits you with that cold air. Yeah, and you're like, "Hey, uh, can I just sit here for the next show too?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm surprised they released it to go along with the movie, but then didn't put the songs in the movie order because it says they made it. They switched it now. The second edition has the songs in the order more like the movie. Yeah, and the first edition it didn't, which is kind of weird that they would do that. Yeah, it is. It is really weird, and it's kind of weird that's ten years later. <laughs> yeah. Right, <laughs> <laughs> they let it go for ten years and then said maybe we should make this a little more authentic. Yeah, and not only that though, I mean, look, they just did a new Beauty and the Beast show in Epcot, right? Yeah, like a like a car- animated one. You saw that one, right, Jen? Which one? The animated? Did you get to see the animated one at Epcot? 
in Fr- uh-uh. by France? No. The one that just opened? No. Yeah. The, the one that just opened? No, yeah. I didn't. Oh, maybe Joey was talking about it. Maybe Joey saw it or whatever. But it's you know, it's this animated type type of uh it's not we were hoping it was gonna be kinda like Frozen Ever yeah. After. Mm-hmm. It's not like Frozen Ever After. Uh so but is this I mean Beauty and the Beast, I mean it's it's uh I guess they released this one. I mean there was a live action one too. Like the live action Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, which I like. Yeah, yeah, I like that one too. Oh, like, the movie? Yeah, I like the live action. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that one a lot. So I was just saying that, you know, it was like all these different variants of the Beauty and the Beast show mm-hmm. and Beauty and Beast came out in like nineteen ninety one. I mean, it's what, like two thousand twenty, so it's like what, uh, you know, thirty years later. Yeah. And they just came out with another Beauty and the Beast show that's brand new. Uh-huh. That's I think it's kinda Yeah, staying strong. Yeah, exactly. But I think the live action kinda helped that out. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Beauty and the Beast usually runs from mid-morning to around 4 p.m., and each show is 30 minutes long. The show is so popular, guests are recommended to arrive 25 to 35 minutes early. If you can't make it in time, there's overflow seating behind the bowl seating, where two sets of bleachers offer perfect views of the stage, though they are not covered. The stage version has been shown on various television shows, including The Oprah Winfrey Show. Oprah went to Disney World, and herself and some audience members got to see Celine Dion and Peebo Bryston perform the main title song for the movie accompanied by characters such as Belle, The Prince, Chip, Miss Potts, Lumiere, and Cogsworth. In 1991, excerpts from the show were shown during the Walt Disney World Christmas Day Parade, and in 2005, a cast appeared again on the Christmas Day Parade, joined by John O'Hurley from Dancing with the Stars. So, Steve, this type, you know, 25 minutes early, what do you think? It's phantasmic. I think for any Disney show, mm-hmm. anyone, any any show, doesn't matter what it is, right? Yeah. I think it's probably a good idea to to arrive twenty five minutes early. Yeah, I'd Absolutely. say so. I mean, I want to get those nicer seats in near the front for the shows, uh, but I think also getting there 20, 20 minutes early. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever gone to a show and just got there like nick of time and sat in the back. I don't think that's ever happened. I think that's happened to me a couple of times. How about you, Jen? No, usually we're the two people like we're the the early people. I mean, parades, things like that. We're like, I want the best seat. So yeah. I'm willing to uh, pop a squat and let everybody else go run and do their thing while I sit and wait or, you know, my husband will do that. Yeah. But you, you've never like just been walking, you know, all of a sudden like an impromptu, you see a show start and you're like, oh, I'm gonna go jump in the show and you jump in the show though. Maybe the bird one at Animal Kingdom. Maybe I feel like oh, I've done that's that. That's a cool little show, yeah. by the way. That's a fun that's show. That's a great show. Yeah. Yeah. And they kind of just changed it to up, right? It's like up themed. I haven't seen it since they've changed it. I, I have. It's cool. I've seen both of them. Mm. Joe, you've seen the show. You remember it. The way they do the beast. Do you like the way they do all that stuff where they do the magic in the show with the, uh, what is it? They use like a. When he changes? Yeah. They use what, like a blanket or whatever? Not blanket, but it's like a really nice sheet. That they kind of twirl around him, and then he becomes a prince. It's kind of like uh, like the magic, like the magicians when they like change out of clothes and stuff like that. You mean? Yeah, kind of. But they kind of like lead him off the beast off stage. Mm-hmm. You ever notice that? I don't they, they have the blanket there, low bu- and they put it in budget. front, and then they just kind of bring the blanket left, and you can tell that the beast is behind the blanket, <laughs> walking off stage as the prince is appearing. And don't they kind of make like? Don't they like? Jen just says low budget. Don't they kind of give it a hard time too? Don't they? This isn't like one of the. The people, the cast members, are like, "Oh, I wonder what's going on here," or say they say something like that. I, I don't remember. I, I don't know. I I do remember there being little quirks and stuff. People say stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there'll be multiple. They'll be playing multiple parts. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh huh. But I don't recall that. No. That's always the best when they do that. 
Because yeah. it's like, that's funny. Right? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we thought, I think that's one of the reasons why we thought it was going to be like the Frozen show. Because I think it would be it would be a great show to be like that. Okay. With little quirks here and there to go along like with it. Like the new it. one you mean, right? Right, exactly. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, but this one does have little parts like that that's kind of funny. I think there is little little things pe- people say. And yeah. that all, like you know, we've p- talked about so many different times that, you know, your Disney experience can mm-hmm. really, like your rating could... How, how you think like your overall experience depends on the cast members yep they can bring it up for you for sure oh no doubt about it right you can mm-hmm, write jungle definitely. cruise yeah yeah you can ride jungle cruise and be like eh. and then sometimes you run jungle cruise you're like this is like the best ride here at magic kingdom <laughs> right there's no doubt about it though, I, think, right? I think uh getting i think old being coming older helps you with that too with jungle cruise <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> but it's also the energy right it's also the energy of the people around you if this guy if the cast member right is making people laugh, uh-huh. right? And it's the whole energy of the crowd also that's kind of contributing to how magical the experience is. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why the um, Frozen show is so successful because oh, yeah. that one guy in particular, you know? I could you been, yep. On April 11th, 1992, Beauty and the Beast live show opened at the Videoopolis, now known as Fantasyland Theater, at Disneyland. In 1995, a new Disney classic was released, Pocahontas. On April 30th, 1995, Beauty and the Beast live show was replaced by the show Spirit of Pocahontas. In 1993, the Videopolis at Disneyland Park in Disneyland Paris, a replicated theater based on the Disneyland California Videopolis, replaced the show Rock Shock with Beauty and the Beast. This only lasted three years. In 1996, it was replaced by Disney Classics The Music and the Magic. In 2020, Beauty and the Beast live show shut down, along with other amazing live shows due to a dispute between the Actors' Equity Association and Walt Disney World over allowing performers to wear face masks and provide testing regularly. That's kind of interesting. Did you know that? I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I was telling my wife about this detail because I was like, well, I remember like things, them closing the shows down. And I was assumed because they were losing money, they couldn't keep up the afford of paying all those people. Mm-hmm. But it had more to do with not providing a, I guess, quote unquote, safe work environment. Interesting. I don't know that. So can we just stop for a second and appreciate the fact that that was a very hard paragraph to read and Alex did not mess up once. I well, maybe he edited it. <laughs> I edited it. So <laughs> he does this you before can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, he did. He did it live. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep the magic going. <laughs> Jed, you're ruining the magic here. <laughs> no, you're the one that said it. I pre-recorded it. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> You were about to say it though with me. Oh though. yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't care. But yeah, yeah. But I, you know what, Jen? To be honest, this history I did really fast. I didn't have to make too many, too many. He's uh, getting better. I, I can, let me tell you something about Alex. Okay, I'm, I, let me, I'm, I'm getting I'm, better at speaking. Well, no, no. I'm, you're, I'm 32, you're, and I'm finally doing it. Well, first off, I think we're all getting a little bit better. <laughs> I think we're all getting a little better overall, and he's been really contributing a lot to you know helping me out with editing the show. He's getting a lot better editor. He's He's getting a lot better at using Adobe Edition. He's getting better mm-hmm. at, uh, you know, making graphics. Other than saving over files. Oh, gosh. Yeah, today he kind of made a boo-boo, but I've made that boo-boo plenty of times. That's the reason I usually make doubles of a whole bunch of things. Because yeah, if, I know, you I notice, it everywhere. if you're noticing our creative cloud folder, right? Yeah. How many... Uh, how many backup files are How we? many backups? We have two. Like, th- th- don't delete this one. Make sure. And then I have and another one. hidden in other files, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yeah. But he's get, definitely getting, he's doing an awesome job and he's learning a lot. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of fun editing and putting things together. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, it's a good, good talent to have. Get the creative juices flowing. Yeah. 
quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The second version of the show is the longest running stage show at Walt Disney World Resort. A Dole of Doves were released at the end of the performance for a time until Predatory Hawks became a problem. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that's pretty crazy. We'll talk about that here in a minute. A new stage production of Beauty and the Beast opened on board the Disney Dream during the November 6, 2017 voyage. When you brought up the Dream, I was like, oh my God, you're taking out one of my quick fire quick facts. Hey, that's all right, though. <laughs> but how about these Predatory Hawks? Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, you, you walk around the library... And they have the sign, oh, yeah, watch they, out for the hawks. You have to do. carry like an umbrella because the hawks will attack you, right? <laughs> I mean, I've never seen it personally, but they do have the sign out there. Yeah, I've never seen aggressive it. Aggressive hawks. Beware of aggressive hawks. That's crazy, right? <laughs> because like, everybody from the local high school, every student that goes there when the mascot is a hawk, they mm -hmm. all have pictures of that stupid sign. Yeah, because you're like, dang, Spruce Creek kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Could you imagine being there and you're there with your family and your little, your little young kids and they're releasing doves and these hawks coming out of nowhere, snatching them out of the sky? Dude, man, you don't think stuff crazy stuff happens at Animal Kingdom ever? I mean, no. But... Uh, we have a crazy Animal Kingdom story. You were with us. Who? You were. Which one? But the alligator? The, the missing yeah, I wasn't stumpy. there, but you sent me a picture of it. And I was like, there was an alligator. Go ahead, Jen. You tell the story because it's crazy. <laughs> So we were at, you, are you sure we haven't told this story yet? So it we were at matter. Animal Kingdom Maybe, and yeah. we were doing the safari and we, um, we're get to the point, you know, where the, um, the car, are they, they're crocodiles, right? I because so, it's yeah. Africa. So yeah. I think they're crocodiles. So they're all just hanging out or maybe they're alligators, whatever. Anyways, they're all just hanging out <laughs> and I always, my thing and my family makes fun of me is I'll say, I'm not taking pictures of the animals. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to enjoy the ride. And then I always grab the camera and I'm taking pictures. <laughs> so at this point, the camera's out. And so they're all rolling their eyes like whatever, mom. And then we go across the bridge and we're looking down and I, I look and I'm like, that's a bloody stump. What's wrong? Why are they not helping this, this gator or what or crocodile, whatever it is. And, and I'm like, freaking out and the the um the driver's not acknowledging it at all like he's not calling it in i'm thinking that this animal is like hemorrhaging down there oh, so oh then gosh. i take <laughs> i take my zoom lens and then i look and i'm taking pictures of this bloody stump oh my gosh. that <laughs> i'm like look look at it guys look and they're like ew i'm like no what it got a fight did he lose where's his where's his foot and so every time we go on the safari well, now we don't talk they, about that or look for him. Don't they grow back though? No, they don't. <laughs> I'm just joking. But <laughs> yeah, did you did you notify like anyone after like, hey, you know, you got a crocodile that's missing on its arm or whatever? It's I'm called? sure I was not the only person, and I also don't think that they're going to send a handler down into a, a pit of like 30 gators to assess. That's a good point. Crocodiles to assess a hemorrhaging. You know, that's where survival of the fittest comes in. No, they, I think they have to send someone to. to what are they going to do? Like, it? all gonna, right, you go first. Yeah, I know what they're going to well, do. I'm saying, but they can't. They can't have an animal get attacked by another animal and just let it like bleed out. Or, I mean, I know it'll eventually. It'll probably end up. It would probably heal because of how those animals are resilient. But I'm just saying, I feel like they would have to step in and try to do something. I don't know, so yeah. hey, Alex, welcome to first aid Animal Kingdom. We've got a great job for you. Oh, I'm watching the chickens. <laughs> 
Yeah, what are they gonna do? Going like like uh, what's it called when you tranquilize like thirty alligator uh, crocodiles or whatever? Just throw the meat in a corner and then run in there and grab. Yeah, one. that one with the bro- like the messed up legs and then go get it over there. But also. he's slower than anyone else because he's missing a limb. Sure. <laughs> the point the point I'm trying to make is that there's probably some crazy stuff that's probably being seen at Animal Kingdom. Oh yeah, for sure. Because animals are animals, you you know. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> they did a whole show on this kind of thing at Disney Plus. What was it, Steve? Dude, if you, you want to unmute specifically yeah. on injured animals, I don't remember the name. hold on, Steve. We want to unmute real quick. We don't, we can cut this out of the show if you want to. It was that show, uh, like behind the scenes at Animal Kingdom, uh-huh. where anytime an animal was injured or whatever, they had to like get it into the uh, into the infirmary or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they did it with the, the crocodile with the like, bloody stump tail, and they did it with oh. all stuff like Ooh, that. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch that now. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Cool. Thanks for sharing. I told you. <laughs> they probably have to have some type of plan obviously they bring a helicopter in the, to drop down and snatch it <laughs> get to the chopper we here at Diz His love Beauty and the Beast live show and are sad that it's closed we hope when things get better it will open back up because it was a must see at Hollywood Studios for the month of February we'll donate any money received from new patrons to give kids the world Give Kids the World is a nonprofit organization out of Kissimmee, Florida. They provide week-long cost-free vacations to critically ill children and their families from around the world to visit their whimsical resort with unique entertainment attractions, venues, and fun activities for children of all abilities. From Monday, February 1st till Sunday, February 28th, if you join any of our tiers, Pixie Dust at $2, Mouseketeer at $5, or Imagineer at $10, that money for the month of February will be donated. Mouseketeers and Imagineers will also get to join other Disney fans in our Discord server, which is always lively with Disney-themed conversations. You will also be able to watch our live recordings of the podcasts, as well as get Cutting Room Floor tracks. It's a win-win. You get more Disney content as well as donate to a great cause. Just head over to patreon.com slash 65 That's patreon.com forward slash D-I-Z-H-I-Z 65. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, 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 memories. Memories, everybody. Listen to my memories. Jen, you have any memories? As I, I pointed no to Alex, I'm like, Jen, you have any memories? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass. Okay. How about you, Alex? Um, I have a memory. We brought my daughter to go see it when she was about two, I would say, maybe two and a half. And before this, she's never seen the movie because we kind of thought the beast might scare her a little bit. Yeah. Um. So she never saw a movie and we're like, oh, let's go see the play because she, I mean, what else are we going to do with her at Hollywood Studios? So we wanted to go see a play and she loved it. She yeah. was so like amazed by it. And then when the beast got hurt, she was so sad for the beast. Yeah. She okay. was like worried about the beast. And then she it turned into a prince. She was like, where the beast go? Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's a prince now. And she's like, what? Yeah. And it was awesome. <laughs> and then she ended up liking the beast. So we showed her, she showed her the movie, which she likes. That's that's kind of did she did she cry when the beast died? No, she didn't cry. Well, I can tell you my story. <laughs> well, I'm being serious. Hold okay. on, this goes with my story. It's, it's very you cried. It's cute. No, I didn't cry. Oh, but uh, there there was we went to go see the live show. You know, we're sitting there all together, and maybe mm-hmm. there's like a six seven year old in front of us. And did this kid? He's like really into the show, and it's kind of funny you say that. Emma was really into the show, also, yeah. right? So your daughter's into the show. This kid was like into the show, and the beast died, and he lost. Like he was bawling. <laughs> But it was so cute, you know, because he was, uh-huh. like, so into it, right. right? And the beast dies. It's sad, man. A guest on straight up, like, stabs him or whatever. Yeah. Right? 
and it's messed up. And the kid just, just it was like, everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's going to be okay. Everyone was like, he was like losing it. But I mean, he doesn't die very, he's only dead for like, he's not even dead because he comes back as the prince. Well, he didn't know that obviously. But he's only down for like a couple of seconds and they bring out the sheet. He, 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 it was, it was, it's kind of a trend. It's like the music, yeah. you know, right? Oh yeah, it's intense. It's very like it's intense music, Ominous. and he, yeah, yeah, and he just stabs him. And, right, yeah. kinda, and the beast is like the beast, like there's he loves blood him. everywhere. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> about that. <laughs> I don't think there's blood everywhere. It was, no. just, it was really, it was a memory. Where everyone was like, oh, yeah, yeah. everyone felt bad for him, right? And then he came a prince, and everyone's like, oh look, man, he's he's okay, he's okay. But of course, <laughs> it's a prince, not the beast anymore. Yeah, everyone's a kid's not going to reckon understand that. <laughs> How did Nick? Does Nick like the show? Uh, I think when we saw it, you know, uh-huh. he was he was too young to remember. Oh. So, and obviously, like after we, saw, I think one of the reasons why we saw it was because mm-hmm. we never saw it before. And then uh, the that one, like the Pixar, or whatever the the Disney music show was coming. So it was it was towards the end of its life, and the reason why we saw it is because it was going away. Oh, for the time being, it did go yeah. away. Yep. Right, because when was it going away? It I don't was, know. I didn't even see too much on that. No, I so know you it. said it right here in 2022. You see, I mean, it was see. I don't think I have anything on it's leaving this because it, it came back within a year. Oh, I don't know. But something else was there for a little bit. Do you mm-hmm. remember that, Jen? Some music show was there? There was a music show that was there in the summer last year. Yeah. It was like a um it was like a symphonic tribute to um Pixar. That was pretty cool. I think it was last summer. Not you, I'm sorry, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Is when it was. And I thought that was gonna be t- like I thought the, the Beauty and the Beast was show over. was done. I thought it was over. Mm. So I was like, Well, we need to go see it. L- little did you know it was over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at magicallyscented.com. wants to know happy new year to you all okay this month's question is what is the worst still operating Walt Disney World attraction in your opinion and why let's hear your thought in oh, Europe got cut off no Walt Disney World he said okay okay okay. Hmm. worst Walt Disney World attraction? attraction still running it's a hard question because there's so many no just <laughs> 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 uh, that's a good oh. question man Goodness. Okay. Oh gosh, can we pick one at each park? Then sorry, I don't. Okay. <laughs> let's do. Let's do one at each park. To do go it. ahead, Jen. If you got it, I mean, I would call. I would say like most of all Epcot, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I want a whole park. Just get rid of it. All right. All right. Wow. Yeah. Let's, no, let's start. Let's all, I was all, thinking Magic Kingdom. Let's all start Magic Kingdom. We'll do Magic Kingdom. Okay, all Magic before. Kingdom. Yeah. I'm sorry, to still Steve in uh, chat room, but he said it. The Speedway. Oh my gosh. I did get rid of that. It's a waste Why, of space. Why, man? I love the Speedway. Really. Really, do you do Dude, you love like pretending a- like you might have control over a car that's <laughs> really hard to maneuver and it's going really slow? Okay. okay. Hey, look, guys, I'm driving. No, this is your answer. I respect it. Go ahead, Jen. Um, Astro Orbiter. Oh, why is that? Because it's not worth the wait. It's it's a ridiculous wait for. I mean, you can get the same. The only thing that that has over the magic carpets or Dumbo is that it's a pie. Definitely not worth the wait and everything else that goes along with it. Astro Orbiter, where is that at? That's right it's above. It's on top of the People Mover. 
It's like we're on oh, top of like really high. But it's so high. That's way different than those Aladdin and Dumbo because of how high it is. I would say get rid of Aladdin or Dumbo and keep Astro Orbiter because of the height differences. Yeah, well. Yeah, maybe. Not, this, this is not your, it's not your answer. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and my answer isn't Aladdin or Dumbo because I wouldn't, I don't, I, those, those are like not even there for me. I can't even. Oh man, Joe, do you have one? Uh, you know, I have a, I have a, you have a couple. You know, I have a couple. Items. Oh my gosh! You, and you know, I'm gonna fight him. I know. I, I, I you bet might I know be. I'm so sorry. Is. I didn't want. Go ahead. What do you think one of them is? You're gonna, you're gonna Con- nail. Country bear. Yeah. No, it's not. Are you yeah, serious? Yeah. Now? I think. I think. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's okay. You know, I'm. I don't think. I think all the rides. Let's just say overall. But if I had to get rid of one. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's do uh, Epcot. Epcot. Oop! I got mine. So many options. Go ahead, Jen. Mission Space, I hate that ride. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Mission Space is not a great ride, but oh, it's horrible. I see the event. I have a horribly people, I see how people love it. About that ride. I would say Epcot. I would say they gotta get rid of the one in Mexico Land oh, and replace my it. No, gosh. Change, they need Fiesta to change Tour. it. They need to change it. No, they need to change it to Coco. I mean, I, I like that ride, so I guess I'm fine with the well, change. That's coming. The change to Coco. It's gonna. But it's not it, here yet, is it? I'm not sure if this is like a, it's not really a ride. But it's a tra- I, he said attractions. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to do the Canada one. The Canada movie's terrible. I think they actually replaced it. <laughs> they actually. did recently yeah, change but it. But the one with Martin Short was like this ridiculous. So the yeah. screen was like falling apart. <laughs> you go right. in there, the screen's falling on you. Yeah, yeah. They recently changed it, so maybe it's a lot better than you used to remember. Yeah. Okay. Jen, you said you had an embarrassing memory. What was it? Oh my gosh. Last time we went on uh, Mission Space, I had, had like, a, I never had panic attacks. I had a full blown panic attack. Like, beating on the door, get me out of there. Really? Yep. I wouldn't say that's embarrassing because you had a panic attack. Walk of shame, like the you know the rides holding, waiting for me and and my ridiculous. That's kind of concerning. Like I feel like I would be concerned for you. I wouldn't say that's embarrassing. (laughs) Like like we feel sorry for you. Once the door closed and the thing went over my chest, I was like, nope, can't do it. Really? Were your kids with you? Uh, yeah. Did they stop the ride? Well, it didn't start. I was trying to talk myself out of it because I've done it before, Uh but it was just it got in my head. I don't like that ride either. Okay, so we have Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Hear me out. I think I would get rid of the the uh, Triceratops ride at Animal Kingdom, the Dumbo one. The Dumbo one. Yeah, they have the one. It's like the Triceratops, and you kind of sit in like Dumbo, and it goes up, kind of like the Aladdin ride, like oh, the rug ride or yeah, the Magic yeah, Carpet yeah, yeah. ride, kind of like Dumbo. You okay. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Okay. Do you have one, Jen? I'm gonna agree with you with that one. Okay. See, I would have got rid of the one that the other one that's in that area, the one that they actually got rid of recently. Because people like almost were falling off of it or whatever. Oh, they were. You mean but... Primeval World? Yeah. Yeah, I would have got rid of that before they got rid no, of it. No, that one's a good one. I've never been on that. I probably would have went on that one too. Now. No. You don't think so? It's not that I don't high like or it. anything. You don't like it? No. Why not? I just don't like the way the way it feels. Okay. It's sharp turns. In Hollywood Studios. Oh. Hollywood Studios is. Didn't really have I very much get, to pick from. I would get rid of the alien. Why? Ride. Alien ride. That what? was fun. Remember we went on it? The alien. Yeah, I remember we waited two hours to twirl. Yes, I and, do remember that. It was like that. in the rain. But yeah. listen, hold on one second. Don't don't hate on those two hours because why was that a good idea? It was pouring raining. We were underneath cover the whole time. Right. Yeah. But I've been there when what it wasn't raining. Are you, what are you talking about? The alien about? twirl over in Toy Story Land. Yeah. The new. Oh. Yeah. I think that space could have been utilized better. Uh, there's no right, doubt. What's yours? Uh, I think the whole that whole area could be utilized better. Oh yeah. Me, but um, what's mine? Hmm. It's a hard one. It is kind of a hard they one. They don't have a lot many. of options. They and you know good something? Ones. I think right now, well, because I think the options that are there are good. 
overall now. You got Slinky, right. you know. I even like the Alien Twirl one. You mm-hmm. got Toy Story. I think the Little Mermaid attraction. Yeah. I think, I think it's time for that one it's to go. Kind of place. Yeah, I feel like you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You ready for mine? Yeah. yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, <laughs> I was going to go ahead and say it too, but then I thought of Little Mermaid. Like, well, I, I like Little Mermaid less than Beauty and the Beast. You know Beast, another one yeah. I think they could get rid of? And I'm not saying it's bad, but I think the placing kind of throws the whole like theming out is they need to get, they need it. They can't move it now, but um, the Star Wars ride that's not in Star Wars. Oh, land. Star Tours? Because it's like right outside it's of like, it. Means. It's just so weird that it's like by itself, but not in Star Wars land. I think it's close mm-hmm. enough to be okay. No, because but you have Launch to... Bay. How about that? That one, that yeah. Launch Bay is even further removed from everything. Launch Bay. That's when you watch like the it has all the. It's like oh, you can meet Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. Meet Darth Vader. Yeah, it's like they really need to. They really need to fi- figure something out. Like instead of doing Toys R Land where they did it, they should have took Launch Bay. Took Star Tours. I know they can't move Star Tours probably, mm-hmm. but they should have put that where Star Wars was. Uh, Toys R Land was and expanded Star Wars. And then put Toy Story Land where that stuff is. Like, like, Launch you know, Bay. Uh-huh. I mean, where, yeah, Launch Bay is. Yeah, I don't know. It would have been hard, but I'm just saying. Like, yeah. I hear what you're saying, though, because it, it means kind of, I, I don't mind it, though, because I'm like, okay, I'm on this side of the park. Oh, here's Star Wars. Poop. I'm over here. Here's Star I, Wars. I, I think, I'm over I, here. Here's Star Wars. Whoop. Over here. Here's Star Wars. Whoop. <laughs> I, th- I think Star Tours is close <laughs> enough to. I mean, it is like a, it is a rock throw away. Yeah. But you have that whole walking well, down. I know. Walking into it, but you've already seen Star Wars stuff before that. Yeah, you're right. I go for a Triceratops spin. I think it's good that Animal Kingdom has a ride like this for the smaller kids, but let's be honest, it's just another flying spin like Dumbo, Astro Orbiter and Aladdin's flying carpets, all in the Magic Kingdom. Astro Orbiter really functions as a weenie for Tomorrowland, I think, while Dumbo and Aladdin are true Disney classics, but I don't feel any special connection like that for Triceratops spin, so it really is just another copy. What did dinosaurs use to make their hot dogs? Jurassic Park. <laughs> bye bye. Jurassic Park. <laughs> That's a dad joke. <laughs> Ever thought about moving closer to the parks? Imagine being able to drive to the park whenever you wanted. If that's the case, then you must use Streamline Mortgage Solutions. Interest rates are the lowest they have ever been. So if you're thinking of refinancing, now is the time. Streamline will let you know over the phone if it's the best decision for you. They have been helping customers with mortgages and refinancing all over Florida for 15 years. Michael and Patty from Windermere, Florida use Streamline Mortgage Solution, and here's what they had to say about the experience. My wife and I couldn't be happier with the service and support we received from Brian and Leanna at Streamline for our recent home purchase. They provided excellent communication throughout their application and approval process of our mortgage, and we would certainly work with them again in the future for our next purchase. Visit StreamlineFlorida.com to get in touch with an experienced Streamline team member who will assist you every step of the way, supplying you with services other companies can't. Contactless services are also available upon request. That's StreamlineFlorida.com, S-T-R-E-A-M, LineFlorida.com. And make sure to let them know this has sent you. Okay, Alex. So what did you do in the world of Disney slash news? Uh, I didn't do too much this week. Um, I did have one of those moments. It's happened like probably here and there every couple of months where my daughter says, oh, I want to go to Disney meet all the characters. Really? And like, And some reason, I don't know why my wife chose to do this, but. Since summer, she's told them that Disney's closed, uh-huh. which is why we haven't gone. 
Uh-huh. So, so she does remember it then. Yeah, she wants uh-huh. to go. Yeah. And she's like, I want to go see meet all the characters. And we're like, well, we can't because Disney's closed, remember? And she's like, oh, yeah. And like, when it opens back up, we'll go meet all the characters. And, uh-huh. and she's like, oh, we can meet all the characters when it opens back up? We're like, yeah. She's like, all right. And she's super excited about meeting all the characters again. Uh-huh. So unfortunately, she can't do that right now for us because we're not going there. Um, and then I saw that uh, the Disney Magic Hour is ending and being replaced by the early entry, which yeah. I know we talked about on Discord with our Patreons. Um, if you are staying at a hotel, you will then be able to enter the park half an hour earlier than normal hours. So what do you think about that change? Do you think it's a better change or worse change? I know that a lot of people are not very happy about it. Uh, but I mean, I understand Disney is going to have to do some things differently because right now things are overall just different. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I understand they need to do things different. So I'm not going to go ahead and hold that against them or anything like that. Um, so how about Jen? How do you feel about it? Well, they, okay, people way overreact online anyways. Yes. So that's that's been kind of um, amusing just to watch people in the different um, Facebook groups in throwing, uh-huh. throwing uh, fits and whatnot. And I mean, it is what it is. You, you know, different parks have different perks and benefits you know um disneyland's is different than this one and and so on so um what i do think will happen is that more people will take the plunge and stay off property so yeah i hear that that's what people i see like that people coming yep yeah i think the i think i'm more likely to go a half an hour earlier than stay an hour later just because my situation with having a kid uh-huh. and the age range they are right now I'm not going to stay past closing time an hour later. I'm more likely to go in a half an hour earlier. Okay. That'll change when your kids are older, though. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. How about you, uh, Jen? I didn't do much. We um, were coming up on, we're going out to stay at Riviera this weekend. Oh, yeah. So, well, by the time this, by the time this um, drops, we'll have already stayed there. So then that'll be the next. what did we do? Awesome. So we're excited because we've not stayed there before. So sweet. We're gonna do that. Go to Hollywood Studios. Got a few dinner reservations. So we're at uh, the Wave. Oh, cool. So we ate there. Um, my husband and I ate there in December. And was that your really, first time really eating there? It. What's what, that? In December, was that your first time eating there? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, um, it was our first time eating dinner there. We had okay. lunch there, um, it- but we really enjoyed dinner. Um, and my my daughters uh, and her friends are her friend is a bit of a foodie, so we're gonna take them um, because the food was really good, and I know that will enjoy it. And then we actually ended up getting sci-fi, uh, so that's kind of cool. So we're gonna eat there and um, just kind of relax at Riviera and just take it all in. Awesome, uh, wave. You know, great pricing. I I I ate there. You know, right before you know, back, like you know, I think it was last March. Uh, I, the pricing for it's great. They give you a good amount of food for the price that you pay. And it's really Definitely. good. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Jen? I'm, no, that's I'm, it. I'm really looking forward to hearing, you know, next week, how your experience at Riviera, uh, you know, my, we, my family ate there, uh, back last March also. And, uh, you know, it was a great experience. So I'm kind of, and I mean, just the hotel itself. I mean, I know we didn't stay at the hotel, but we were there and we kind of enjoyed the hotel when we were there and it mm-hmm. was really cool. I mean, it's definitely has like an artistic feel to it, like an artist, you know, and my wife, she's an artist. So she, uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Big time. 
Well, and it was lucky for her that you guys did that when you did, because, you know, it's going to be forever changed as far as taking pictures with characters and stuff like that. So she's lucky, um, you know, fortunate, I guess, that she was able to get those pictures and things that she's posted because it'll be a long time before it's back to being like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this, I can, well, you guys asked me what I'm, what I did. What did you do? <laughs> well, I didn't do too much. Uh, I have been, you know, so remember, I'm, I think I wasn't sure if it's the last episode or the episode before I kind of mentioned Opera del Sol City Light Series. And it's an opera place in uh, in Orlando, right? And they, what they're doing is that they are having the furloughed cast members and mm-hmm. they're spotlighting them, yeah. right? So the second Thursday of every month, they have a, uh, a cast member and that cast member, uh, uh, I guess... They are um, recording from live recording and they are at a studio somewhere and they're just taking requests for songs. They're singing songs. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's a furlough cast member, right? And they're spotlighting them to kind of help them, you know, get a job. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, you know, they're singing, they're taking like virtual tips so that you can give them like tips and stuff like that, like Venmo or their PayPal or whatever. Uh, But they have all the link is going to be, I'm putting it on his Facebook page and, um, yeah, all you have to do is just uh, go to Opera del Sol to search it, Google it, you know, Orlando, and it'll come up. And it's the City Light Series. And this week, which this is going to be this, pa- this past Thursday, um, uh, it was going to have a uh, uh, furloughed cast member, Michelle Knight. She was in, let me see here, she, uh, she's been in a lot of things. But at, over at Disney, she was... A uh, cast member for over 18 years, Michelle was a member of the opening cast of Finding Nemo awesome. and sang with the Voices of Liberty, Hoop de Doo Review, Guardians of the Galaxy, Awesome Mix Live, Epcot Vibe, Mickey's Merriest Christmas, and Voyage of the Little Mermaid. And her favorite role is mother to Liana and wife to Nick. So, um, you know, we're going to have her on the show. What you, what's so funny, Alex? When I, I read that list to my wife and then I said her favorite role was this and then after I read it, I was like trying to understand what it was. And I clicked that. It's, she's talking about her real life. Oh, okay. <laughs> was, at first, I was like, I was like, what characters are those? <laughs> That's pretty funny. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have her on. I'm not sure if she's want, wants to come on like a full show, you know? Yeah. So or a spotlight or a spotlight or mm-hmm. virtual spotlight. But we are gonna do something with Michelle uh, Michelle Knight. So you know, go ahead if you have a chance. Go ahead and search for the you know uh, Opera del Sol. City Light series, so you can support these furloughed cast members. You know, they're putting on performances on. I think it's all on the on the website. I believe. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to work, but right. I'm going to find out. You know, tomorrow for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm also, you know, so I've been kind of making that relationship with the people there, so we can have these um, cast members on our show, mm-hmm. so we can also spotlight them. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So that's the his on the Beauty and the Beast live show at Hollywood Studios. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.